Welcome to the Somali Voices podcast, presented by All Things Somali. My name is Didier, and I'm, a, I'm an editor at All Things Somali and host of Somali Voices. Somali Voices features interviews and conversations about Somalis and their impact on this world. We want you to hear about the people that are making an impact that are on the news and the ones that are not on the news as well. In these podcasts, we celebrate these individuals and their bold efforts. We empower their ideas, engage their stories, and provide a platform to shape their, their own narratives. In today's episode, we will be interviewing Ahmed and Amal, members of the Awakening team, and we are going to ask them about their efforts to revive the spirit of the Somali youth. Welcome Amal and Ahmed, and thank you for being on Somali Voices. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for having us. First Definitely. of all, uh, can you both can you both introduce yourselves and your role in awakening, and the idea and mission behind awakening? Okay, I'll start then. Um, my name is Amal Avin. I've been with Awakening for about uh, six years now, and our mission for awakening basically is to tackle on issues within our, our community um, to in a sense, change the narrative. We always hear a lot of bad things happening in the Somali youth. We wanted to change that. So the, the goal was to create this platform, Awakening, for us. And, yeah, it was something, something that we wanted to create in a sense that it was ours. It belonged to us, and it was a good thing. We would like to change that. Okay, and... Uh, and uh, is, uh, yeah, go ahead, Ahmed. Assalamualaikum. My name is uh, Ahmed Hussain, and I'm also a member of the Awakening team. Um, I'm completing my master's degree right now, and I'm been, I've been part of the Awakening team for the past three years. And ever since then, it's been uh, a, it's been great for me to be on board with this, uh, this great team. And a bit about the mission, just to add on to what Amal has said. Um, it's funny enough that you speak about all things Somali, and what you mentioned earlier on about what your goal for your platform is, and Awakening it's very, very similar to that, right? We, we try and uh, celebrate individuals, individuals within our community who are doing great work and use these great stories to portray a, a positive narrative of the Somalis within our community and for the world to see. And also, uh, another side to our, our, our mission and, to, and our goal is to uh, talk about issues within our community that we are facing and try to come to solutions um, from within ourselves. So having Somalis Somali experts and Somali experts within their own fields speak about these issues and how they think they can approach it. So I think um, when you mentioned how all things Somali talk about uh, providing a platform to share people's stories and own ideas, Awakening is just that. We, we, we have a theme that we discuss and we bring about. And once we have this theme, we, um, we bring in individuals to share their stories and how uh, their 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 story is, is relevant to to our theme and how they can sort of give back with and, and answer the question of the theme uh, by by speaking at our at our, at our conference. Mashallah, we love the idea of awakening, and I wanted to ask you: uh, When did awakening start, and has the mission uh, of awakening transformed in any different ways from its earlier start? 
I know you guys have, you said you've been in Awakening for three years. Um, how has it changed since the start? I can answer that. Uh, Awakening, when I first got involved with Awakening, it started off as a, a fundraiser. They were trying to build a well back in Burhakaba, and that was the first year I got involved. I started off as a volunteer, and from then, we saw the impact that it made by raising money for um, this well that was back home. So we created this initiative on the next year to make it something more of our own. We we didn't notice how how big it was going to become until, I think, after our mental illness team, after we started tackling on issues within our community. That's when things have grown. And on top of that, our social media has gone over viral as well. So, hmm. How many members do you guys, uh, do you think you guys have? Uh, you, know, who, you know, is this based... Uh, solely in Canada, is a focus uh, to do projects in Canada, uh, or is this more of a global effort and get people more awakened globally? There is about nine of us right now. We have had, for the last three years, we've had a solid team of not, about five or six, and now we just added two new, two new members. Um, before that, it was a mixture of... Uh, students and professionals um, to become, it, it's, it's, it was normally based in Ottawa. It was mostly something that we were doing in Ottawa. It just recently became something bigger because we realized the platform needed to become bigger and it became global now. But it was originally based in Ottawa. Everything started here. So. And just to add to that, I want to give a shout out to, uh, yeah, yeah, I want to give a shout out to our members and our team, Yunus uh, Habane, Shamarki, Ifrah Saudi, Tebo, Samia, Asha, and uh, Roda. Just uh, put the names out there. Uh, we, so yeah. as, as Amal said, we are, we are a team of nine right now, and uh, we sort of come together every year to discuss uh, a theme, um, and, and we try to sort of revolve our conference around that theme, and we put our efforts throughout the year to, uh, to have a, a big conference. And like you said, like Amal said, we started off in Ottawa. So we focus solely on Ottawa, but our outreach online has been tremendous. People from Minnesota, people from uh, Somalia, Kenya, uh-huh. all around the world have been tuning in to Awakening. Toronto, of course, have been tuning into Awakening, and uh, we decided that because of because of that, we need to uh, increase our platform. And this year, for the first time, we're actually going on Facebook Live uh, to uh, to uh, to um, to illustrate and to, and to actually broadcast our our event live, which would be great. Yeah, that's really great to hear. Uh, so this Awakening Conference, uh, could you tell us briefly when and when it's what it's going to be about? What is the theme this year? I know you guys have a theme each year for the Awakening Conference. Mm-hmm. Awakening Conference happening this Saturday, January 21st um, in Ottawa. And our theme this year is Navigating the System, Charting Your Own Path. And maybe talk a little bit about the theme um, when we first started discussing what we should talk about, uh, different ideas came out, and we sort of talked about uh, redefining success as something that we want to focus on. Like we talk about success in the Somali community, we talk about uh, um, being, uh, you know, someone that our family sees to be successful, either be a doctor, or engineer. Um, so we thought, what, what if we just redefine that? What if we go a different route? But then that that theme that we started off with sort of evolved to what we have now, and it sort of changed to, to navigating the system, charting your own path. And by that we mean 
um, within the society that you live in, within uh, your 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 surrounding. How can you do what you want to do and succeed in that, right? So basically, you have a system. You live in a society. Uh, there are certain norms. It's going to school, getting an educa- getting education. There's a, having a certain type of job, or there's a certain passion that you want to get into. Uh, with charting your own path, we sort of want to push the, the idea of uh, find what your niche is. What is what is what is your uh, what what are you passionate about? And from that, within the system that we live in, pursue that. Focus focus on that, and uh, become a story that we can share with the world and be a success. So that is sort of what our theme is, and we have a great line of speakers coming out that are going to actually talk about their stories uh, within um, and how they charted their own path throughout the, within the system. So is the conference going to be mostly about awakening folks to the idea of their surroundings and how they could do better? Is the conference going to give uh, the attendees tools to navigate um, like you said, the societies they live in, uh, tools like certain skill sets, uh, or is the conference o- not only going to be encompassing that, but also getting them to think about Somalia and how they could help Somalia? Or is it mostly about uh, where they are and what they can do to affect their own live- livelihood? Um, what do you think of that? I can just go in and say that uh, it, it's a bit of both, right? Um, when when we talk, when we have our speakers coming in to talk to uh, our following online and also at the conference, uh, we want them to share their stories on how they navigate the system. So, but what we expect from our speakers is to motivate everyone who is watching uh, to do something within their community, whatever it may be. It may be to help out uh, projects in Somalia, and maybe to help out projects within Canada, whatever it is that they feel they can do, they should pursue and they should do it. And they should figure out a way to maintain that focus and that grit in doing so. And by having these people share these stories, they may share some skills that they have or some experiences that they have that they can pass along to our, our, our following and to the people who are present at, at the conference. And it's up to them, and we hope, sort of the impact that, we can ha- that they can have on our following is so that they can go out and do something. Or if they were passionate about something, they can sort of say, you know what, I can do it now. And this is going to motivate me to do something. So it's, it's a bit of both. And uh, we, don't always, we hope that people can sort of we can, we can set the spark within an individual to be active and to do something. Mm-hmm. I just want to add something to that. Yeah. I think what Ahmed also is trying to state is that our goal mainly is to inspire people as well. So all these um, events that we do, all these things that we hold, it's so that maybe that one person, that one speaker inspires everyone else to get up and do something. That's why our, our hashtag is Awakening Kaka, like to wake up in a sense that they will wake up and they will make a movement for our people, inshallah. Outside of the conference, are there inshallah. any smaller events that you guys hold or, uh, or any other projects that you guys do within Canada? Uh, so far, our main has been this conference. It happens every year, once a year. Um, we have branched out now. We are in Toronto, which happens again every year. Um, but so far, that's our main goals for now. But yeah. Okay. We we also hope that um, we can we can have uh, projects that we uphold 
uh, throughout the year. But one of our biggest, uh, our, our main objective at the moment is to motivate people to uh, to get involved and to do something. And, and for us as Awakening to support our projects that are being done within the community. Um, but putting our hands into actually doing multiple projects throughout the year uh, is a bit, um, it, it's a lot. So we, we try to make sure we focus a lot of our work on our annual conference. And now we do a, a uh, semi-annual conference um, in Toronto every year. Okay. Uh, uh, let's, I want to talk about, uh, Amal, what was your awakening moment? And what has transpired for you after, after that moment? I think for me personally, I've always been someone that was involved around Somalis. My mom used to teach the language in, in different types of organizations when I was younger. So I used to go with her all the time and I would I would uh, try to learn Somali. At, but the main focus for me, what made me wake up was when um, I think it was at that moment when um, I think I met this lady who was building something in the well, building a well back home, and, and she had spoken to me and told me we needed young people to get involved. And that, in that sense, for me personally, it was a way for me to get closer to my culture, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I am Canadian. I am Somali. I wanted to know more, learn more, teach, you know, teach my own kids Somali. So it was, it was something for me personally. It was, it was for me to get closer to the culture mm-hmm. of it all. And so that, because Anaka, we're in a place where we're integrated into the society. Yeah. We learn English, and we're involved in a lot of different, you know, it was just a sense that, you know, it was a wake-up call for me. I need, I'm Somali. I need to learn more about my culture, go back home, see what I can do, just get... It had a relationship to that, you know? Yeah, so that was what woke me up. That's a powerful moment that you have just described. Um, and, you know, do you think that moment... Um, has helped you become an awakening member and continue to do the work that you guys are doing? I I think so. Yeah, it has. I think it made me more closer to my own people now. It made me love certain things in our culture now. It mm-hmm. made me it made me um do this. It's awakening in a sense that it has awakened me in a sense where I feel like I am closer to my own culture so closer to my mom and my dad and to my grandmother and my grandparents and all my ancestors Mm -hmm. and stuff like that Amal and Ahmed were you uh, could you guys tell me if you guys were born in Canada or you know are you guys uh, immigrants to Canada I was born in Europe Uh, I think Ahmed I don't know Ahmed I think Uh, I was I was was born in Ottawa in Canada yeah yeah. okay and Ahmed um (laughs) Uh, could you tell us also about your awakening moment and, you know, after that, you know, what has transpired after that? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I heard you ask Amal that question and I was sort of like trying to think of my answer because even though I've been part of the campaign and we've been asking people to send in the awakening moments, I've been sort of struggling to figure out what mine was um, because there's been so many in my lifetime. There's so many events that happened that, sort of trigger me to say, you know what, I need to give back, I need to do more, I need to be active, I need to be motivated, and to motivate others. So there's been many experiences throughout my life that have 
that have sort of geared me to make sure that I'm constantly awake and I'm active and, and, and helping out in the community. Um, but all I can say is I want to give a shout out to Mahoya and Mahabo because uh, the two of them have always reminded me to be focused. They've always told me, uh, be productive, do something, be active, uh, get your degree, uh, travel the world, you have to travel the world. They've, they've always been there as motivators for me uh, to do so much and they've encouraged me uh, to always be active. And I think because of that, I've, I was I was motivated to be I was motivated to do to do what I'm doing right now with awakening and um, with with other things and so I think I can't pinpoint one experience because for example when my parents took me back to uh, to uh, to Kenya when I was younger to visit my family and to see my relatives I got to uh, sort of experience how how life was and how my family was doing and that reminded me of how important it was to make sure that I'm there for my family when I, when I grow older, right? And, and, and I'm always there to help out my people. And growing up, when I got to travel the world and see different things and experience different things, I got to also think of how blessed I am as an individual to be able to live in a society that have provided me with the tools to do something. And at that point, it's like, what am I doing? I'm, I got to make sure that I'm constantly doing something to benefit others, right? And, and, and that sort of, so there have been many things that have sort of awakened me. It's been the constant reminders of, hey, listen, why are you sitting down? What, what are you doing? Be active, be motivated. But uh, I want to give a shout out to my, to my parents for yeah. always reminding me uh, um, uh, to, do, to do good. Yeah, and I agree. Um, and also, what I, what I, yeah. yeah. Um, they're very important to us and uh, to, to you know, our livelihood and who we become and who we are. Um, I wanted to oh, ask you, uh, is there someone that you have seen, you know, through the awakening that you would say is awoke, that has inspired you uh, by their, by the work they, that they are doing? Uh, this is for me? Yeah, for uh, both you so, and uh, if you guys have someone that you would say is inspirational, you know, that they have... After seeing, you know, the, after having an awakening moment about giving back to their mm -hmm. community and, and who they are, uh, who have decided to take out some kind of action and who their action you think is really, really inspiring and important. Um, wow, there's too many people. Um, yeah, that's and, uh, give me one or two if, if you guys have any. Uh, and me, I, I, I can't, I can't, my... I can't say Mahoya Ma'abo because they already said that. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say I was never raised with my parents, so I have, I was raised in the sense that I have two moms, one who's raised me in Canada, which he is actually one of the strongest people I know, mm -hmm. and a lot of my aunts too, right? Who one of them I know is doing her PhD, and she has just been pushing and pushing, but she has such a big hopes for our people, and 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 she has big dreams for them and I think she's very inspiring but I other than that uh, there's so many people to name right yeah definitely uh, um, I can I, I can just give a shout out to the members on our, on our awakening team yeah, um, yeah. Every, every time when you go to meetings you sort of uh, and whenever we have new members or volunteers coming into meetings you always ask we always introduce ourselves to the volunteers or to a new member and we always sort of talk about why we got involved with awakening and what was sure. our motivation to be part of awakening so so through this conversation sort of 
we remember we, we, we think we think of our, our teammates and how how they made that sacrifice and how they made that decision and being with with this team right now and seeing what they've all done how much time they put and effort yeah. they put into uh this cause that's been inspiring for me for sure yeah. uh awakening is about uh inspiring uh somalis and you guys uh during your conferences have these themes have you found any particular theme in the past if you could give me one or two some of the themes but also maybe a theme that you thought really did well in getting people inspired i thought mental illness really inspired people we ended up getting one of a girl that had an actual mental illness to talk and share her experiences it so i thought that was very inspiring mm. that sounds sounds very moving Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, last, um, so I got involved with Awakening after um, the theme of mental illness. So I, I, I wasn't part of that. But uh, like Amal said, that's probably one of the most memorable uh, speeches. But also, um, I think the, the following the following year, we our theme was education. Mm-hmm. And it's funny enough that we speak about our theme this year, navigating the system, charting our own path. Uh, some people may may take it as us discouraging conventional way of learning, right? Going to school, getting a degree, going to university. Um, so, but at the same time, we do we, we we do hold education to be very very important. And our theme two years ago was on education. And I still remember one of the speakers. Um, she spoke about uh, professionalism. Uh, her name was uh, Faiza Hassan, and in her in her speech, which you can find on YouTube. Uh, she just spoke about being uh, being perfect and being good at what you do, and not just uh, when you when you get a new job or when you go into school or whenever you do anything that you are going to be doing. Don't just do it because you know you have to go to school or because you have to get this job, but do it be- do it with ihsan, right? Do it to perfection and 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 make sure you do it to the best of your ability to show people that you have the capabilities to do things to the best. And that to me was one of the most inspiring speeches that I heard when I was at uh, throughout Awakening. Amal and Ahmed, um, the video challenge was very popular, and after viewing some of the videos, um, it made me consider my own awakening moment. Um, for our listeners, what impact do you think the videos had? I think it did amazing, actually. The video idea came up with uh, one of our last year keynote speaker. He had told us, "What if we got? What if we had gotten a bunch of?" individuals and told them what would you what would your waking moment be so we had asked everyone to send in videos that was a video challenge and it's the impact that we've been getting has been phenomenal it's incredible um how many people there are so many incredible people that are handing in their videos and there's so many people a lot from back home too that's very inspiring Ahmed, you want anything to add to that uh sure probably on a more lighter note um, so going back to sort of what we were discussing about the theme, we, throw, we sort of tried to put a time limit on it. So we said, you know what, let's try and get people to say their beginning moment in 10 seconds. So we were debating back and forth and people couldn't, we ended up allowing people to go above 10 seconds. But I found that a bit, um, it, was, it was funny because we wanted to sort of squeeze the time and get many, many videos in, but people had so much to share and they couldn't stay within that limit. People had to speak about what inspired them, the story that made them get involved, get active. And when I saw that, I'm like, you know what? 
we really can't put a time limit on this. People need to share their stories and people need to speak about um, what, awake, what awakened them. So it was, uh, I think it was very impactful in the sense that we had so many people send in their videos and people ask us uh, how the videos were and also people hoping that more people would send in their videos. And it got to a point where um, not people who are not our, you know, religious followers, people, people, that, people that were not even on our page or people that were following Awakening so closely were sending in videos because uh, they sort of caught on the vibe and caught on the wave and they were like, oh, wow, I want to be part of this. So that, that, was, that was really great to see. And uh, most recently, you got some members of, uh, of Parliament and, and, and City Council within Ottawa um, who have heard of Awakening and uh, our theme this year and have actually shared in some of their, shared their Awakening moment with us too, which was great because it was a bit different for to have people that were that were not some that were not Somalis. Some some of them were not Somalis uh, to actually send in their awakening moment and uh, mm-hmm. share that uh, with our with our followers. So yeah, it, it's I saw great. the one uh, with the parma- uh, parliament uh, women from the uh, from the Canadian Parliament, I believe, and hers yeah. was really yeah. interesting. Uh, she talked about working in the UN and having to, you know, having been asked questions about. Um, you know what is you know is Canada leading in social justice and uh, humanitarian? I think maybe humanitarian. And she thought that she mm-hmm. could do a lot of work by becoming by becoming a parliament parliamentarian. And and she ran mm-hmm. for that and, uh, and and she got in. So that was her awakening moment um, uh, to the idea of uh, to, to you know as an inspirational moment for her. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about what happens after the conference. Um, how would you measure success for Awakening? What would that entail? To me, success after Awakening is... I, I sort of gauge the conversations that people are having online and people and, and personal conversations that I have with people that were present or who have followed our, our, our event online. And when somebody comes to you and speaks to you and tells you that I have been motivated to do something and this conference is amazing and I, and I want to accomplish A, B, C, and D and I have, there's nothing holding me back and now I want to focus on my passion and do what I want to do. So when you hear these stories from people um, who share some of them online or who speak to you at an individual basis, that to me is success, right? And mm-hmm. as a team, we, we, we all... We all see it differently, but when our hope is to inspire individuals and to impact the lives of individuals to do good within society, within Canada, within the States, within abroad, in Kenya, in Somalia, in, in South Africa, in Australia, wherever it may be, right, to, to impact your community and to impact others, um, that, that is success. We want to make sure that we are being beneficial to ourselves and to mankind. And not just um, not just taking up a space in, on this earth and not doing anything with it. Yeah. So it's it's uh, that that's sort of how I would gauge uh, success after our, our conference for sure. Yeah, I agree. I I definitely agree with that. Um, here here on Somali Voices, we like to uh, play a quick game with uh, with our guests. And and Mal, you talked about finding uh, your awakening moment in Somalia. Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions and I want you to just, you know, uh, do it quickly. Try to answer this <laughs> for me. Uh, when you think of Somalia, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? 
culture. Culture. All right, all right. Uh, quickly, if you could use only one word, what is the number one problem facing Somalia? Oh, oh my God, there's so many, though. <laughs> um, positive enough, be positive. <laughs> <laughs> I would say maybe healthcare. Okay, okay. Um, um, poverty. Okay. Uh, Ahmed, uh, same thing. Uh, when you think of Somalia, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? I need to learn the language you. properly. <laughs> what? Brief? <laughs> I thought you were going to say No, 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 no. No, no. The first thing when I think about Somalia, to be honest, is going there. I, I have not been to Somalia. I've been to Kenya, which is close, but when yeah. I think of Somalia, I'm like, I've never been. So I want to pick it up for sure. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Uh, and quickly, if you can only Thank use that. one word, what is the number one problem uh, facing Somalia? Uh, I'll say Tabid. Okay. And, you know, maybe Tribe. maybe some of those, you know, the questions that we kind of asked you, asked you in this game could be something that could get us uh, thinking about what could be some solutions. And I think we we should all do that. And I think part of the awakening moment to me is to figure out solutions to Somalia's problem. As a community, as, as you all know, um, the Somali Youth uh, League in the past um, uh, fighting uh, colonialism, I think the Somali youth are ones that could find, our, our, uh, find solutions to the to the problems that that, are, that is facing Somalia. And Soma, as a Somali diaspora, I think we need to be uh, not just part of those solutions, but, um, you know, driving those gears towards those solutions. And uh, I'm really happy that I had this conversation with you guys. And um, uh, if, if I could say, if there's anything else that you guys want to add uh, to this conversation that we had today... Um, uh, please take your time uh, right now. I just want to add one thing. Um, I think you asked me one of the reasons why, um, or is, I don't know if you even asked that question, but we'll, I would say for the youth that try to get involved now, the best thing for me personally, when I got involved with even the Somali community or even Awakening, there's a certain level of growth that has happened to Awakening and it has happened to an individual like myself. I am not the same person as I was when I started. And I feel like the closer that you get involved in your own community, the more growth you see in yourself. So I would hope that maybe a lot more young people would get more involved. And at the end of the day, we're all here to fix a problem, right? Mm -hmm. We're all here to fix Somalia. Yeah. And a lot of us want to fix it, but we can't fix it unless we start internally, which is within ourselves. I agree. That is so, that's very, that's very deep. Start with ourselves and then go outward. Exactly. Because there are issues within our own cities, our own countries here in Canada, or Somalis that are happening here. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love the fact that impact that is going, there's so much in Somalia that's going on, but we need to start to fix the problems here, inshallah, to move over over there. Mm -hmm. So that's all I have to say. Ahmed, do you want to add to that? Um. I think you did a good job just maybe to uh, play off of what you just said of ourselves and focusing on ourselves, um, not, not just within our, our communities, but then with, within our physical selves, like our, our, our relationship within our family, right? 
how, how do we treat our parents? How do we treat our siblings? Um, also, our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Yeah. Uh, we, we, are, we are Muslims, and, and we need to make sure that whatever we want to do in life, whatever we want to accomplish, we cannot do it without the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? We, 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 can, we can think about inspiring people. We can think about changing the world, changing Somalia, changing uh, our own country, Canada, where we live in, right? Uh, but that is never possible without, first off, having the ability to do so through Allah's help. So making sure that we have that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, we, we go back to our deen, we work within our families, we build a strong family, and then you build a community, and then you build nations from there. So I think it's important for us uh, to to um, to do that and, and, and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and all that we do. Yeah. Um, and also to make sure you stay focused. Um, it, it, it's, it's easy to say, even for me, I get distracted. A lot of times we want to do something, but then we stop. We get on the hype, we get on the bandwagon. Oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Um, just finding out what your passion is, or even if it's not a passion, even if it's something you just have to do, you have to make money. You have to go to work, you have to support a family or your parents or your relatives. Just being focused and staying, uh, staying on that journey and and trying to make the best out of it and not uh, not losing hope. I think one thing that we can try to do is uh, inspire hope within people and, and not to lose hope and to, and, to, and to feel neglected. So we just want to make sure that uh, stay focused, be hopeful, uh, fear Allah, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, this concludes our podcast. Uh, thank you, Ahmed and Amal, for engaging in this conversation with me. That, and engaging in this conversation that matters to all of us and uh, for helping shape um, our own, you know, to your own and our own narrative by sharing your story with us and encouraging others to do the same. And to our listeners, thank you for listening and hope you engage us as well. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsomali. Our website is allthingsomali.com. And you can get the All Things Somali app on the iOS store by searching for All Things Somali. Thank you.